muscle is still sort of the inspiration for a lot of what everybody is doing, right? You have all these molecular motors arranged in a hierarchical manner, making beautiful ordered structures which are highly efficient and um, convert the, the biological chemical fuels like glucose and ATP into mechanical work at high efficiency. And obviously there are several paths trying to replicate that in technology is to take the biological molecules as sort of off-the-shelf building blocks and try to reassemble them into functional structures. Now, what we are doing is, is a little bit more on maybe on the side of constructing devices rather than making materials. We are, we're looking often at what um, individual microtubules are doing or smaller ensembles of, of microtubules are doing when they are transported by these motor proteins. And our work in science robotics is sort of an outgrowth of that, where we put the motor proteins on a surface, have them propel a microtubule, which is, which is a tubular structure assembled from a few thousand um, tubulin proteins, and it's a few micrometers long, maybe five micrometers long, and it has a diameter of 25 nanometers. So it's this, it's this tiny spaghetti or tiny worm which is being pushed across the surface by the motors, and that often serves as the core structure for what we would call molecular robots, molecular shuttles, or things like that because it's, it's motile and it can carry things and it can perform actions under our guidance. And, and a lot of the devices we build and principles, engineering principles we try to explore are centered on, on this structure. Idea, well, it's a bit interesting. Like many things in science, it didn't <clears throat> happen exactly as we expected. But, and, well, we were trying to this, we, we were trying to think of different applications that we could use for this device, and then we had this idea of let's try and use it in order to kind of design this robot. And and the idea was okay, let's think of a design that would actually allow us to form them in the same direction and and um, and concentrate them. And we tried various different things before we <clears throat> ended up specifically in type of circular situ situation. You know, we were thinking, okay, maybe we could use these specifically designed paths or confine them. So we started with, we tried to confine them within, um, so we kind of, this kind of ledge and they would, and the problem in that case, we just, we, we had way too many filaments going into that area and we couldn't see anything and ended up with a simple design of just having a circle. and and in more of kind of a natural way they would aggregate by the circle just because of the movement of the microtubules and the way that um, so if you could imagine it in a way that if they go by the circle statistically if they go in a straight line they could go this way or that way and the next step but if they go by the side of the circle 50% of the options are blocked so they tend to just aggregate by the circle um, and so that was kind of the idea <clears throat> and 
once we designed that and we saw that it actually worked, we were pleasantly surprised. <laughs> um, and obviously we have different ideas of maybe designing different types of circle in the future, or smaller circles to increase it, or larger ones. And a bit of the idea of the robotics aspect in this case is that it's programmable. So we could change aspects within the design and program the robot in that case to 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 do to increase the reaction rate or decrease it or induce specific things within the reaction.